ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the 610 podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Sunday evening discussing Penn State football as your number 10, well, they were the number 10 team in the country. The Penn State Nittany Lions fell to the number 3 Michigan Wolverines, 24-15. to 15. Um, Another big key matchup that Penn State in the uh, James Franklin era has not been up for. And recently, that's been the story all too often. This is not a... A um, this is not anything new, and I think I've seen it over and over and over again to finally kind of dissect, in my opinion, what in the world the problem is. Um, I'm not even really going to talk about the game itself much because we know this story. And this is how it just goes for Penn State against these big teams. They can never play play well on both sides of the football. I mean, you've had situations against Ohio State, I don't know how many times throughout the years, where you've been able to put up points, but then defensively you can't stop them. And then same thing as uh, as a defense, and it's happened all too often, I think you see it on that side more, where they're able to come up with big stops and get the ball back to their offense and they can create momentum but they don't do anything with it. Um, And I think, one, part of the issue is, and I'm going to say this, you know, and this is not my main reason why, but I think the strength of schedule is becoming a problem. Right? And I know a lot of these games are, you know, they have these deals put in place uh, years ago. Um you know, the the Auburn contract, I remember seeing that two-game home-and-home series like uh, back in 2017 or something. I mean, that was uh, not a, you know, just a fly-by, you know, in the off-season type of deal. But Penn State has to, you know, West Virginia... I mean, the score, I think, was a little closer than the game itself actually indicated. But Penn State did not, they, they didn't get better after that game. Uh, playing Delaware, they did not get better after playing Delaware. You know, that that's something that Penn State can't do anymore. I mean, this is a, a, a team, and I think if you can get these home-and-home conference games uh or out of conference games excuse me scheduled prior it it beefs them up beefs their schedule up so much more now of course we're going to see as the big 10 expands how the schedule will look but it needs to it, it needs to change and it definitely needs to change um soon because right now this is just this is pathetic and it's spilling over, you can tell, when they go up against these better teams. Now, the out-of-conference schedule aside, and now we can really get into more of what's wrong with why they come into these games and play so poorly. And in my opinion, and I don't think this is news to anyone, but I'm going to keep 
you know, harping at it, James Franklin has really gone downhill as a coach, and I would even question some of his recruiting. I would question the assistant coaches he's bringing in because those guys play a huge part in the recruiting. I think that Penn State as a whole, their ability to just, you know, get to these big games and play in these big games, they can't do it because simply the from a motivation standpoint, they completely they're lacking and they're completely just deer in the headlights every time and I said it the other day if you listen to the preview I said it they need to stop looking at Michigan Ohio State as these juggernauts because they keep and they keep doing that and I know you say well how can you not they're a top five team in the country don't get me wrong you know I'm not saying be overly confident like you can go in and oh they're you know it's like playing some you know FCS school some team that you're gonna you know win hopefully by 50 don't get me wrong I mean it's a big game and you need to be up for it and I get that but this whole you know James Franklin's 1-0 BS that they keep we want to be 1-0 each week 1-0 each week I'm getting so sick and tired of that because at this point it just feels like he says that to almost contradict himself because he wants the guys focused not on the big games but on the game ahead of them, uh, in front of them each week. But then when he gets to the big games, it's you know you don't want to treat the the purpose of the saying is you don't want to treat one of your opponents differently than the other. Clearly, they're doing that when they play Michigan and Ohio State. And I get it. Like I said, I know they're top five teams and you have to, you know, this isn't, you know, bullcrap, but this has to be a situation where you go in and you say, you know what, Michigan, you know what, Ohio State, we can hang with you. We can play with you. We're not going to play up to you. We're at your level. That's kind of where you need to be. And in my opinion, he was doing that early on in his career as a coach at Penn State. I mean, maybe not 2014 or 2015, although I thought they, you know, if you look back, they really improved from the Bill O'Brien two years where they improved in their play against Michigan and Ohio State. But, well, even though they, I guess in in Bill O'Brien's second year, though, they did beat Michigan. So let me rephrase. They started to... Let's just put it, you know, the best way. They started to beat them. They finally were able to be back to being a nationally recognized team and teams were taking Penn State seriously. With the 2016, you know, game against Ohio State, that gave that team such confidence. And then, you know, 2017, 2018, and 2019, those teams were motivated and those teams were prepared to go against uh, anyone. Um, and even though they had some you know, down games, I mean, you look at the 2018 game against Michigan, that is obvious. But Penn State overall, you know, they hung in with those guys throughout those years. For whatever reason, 
since COVID, since 2020, Penn State has looked lost in these big games. Like absolutely lost. And it's not and it and it's not that his, you know, records are outstanding by any means. Um even before that 2020 year, but they haven't, I mean, they beat Michigan that season, but they're one and three since, and they're 0 and four against Ohio state. It was probably, it's probably the most back breaking, um, games, pair of games that you can have. And it's so unbelievably, just disheartening as a fan because you can tell like they're close kind of not really but they're you know they have the talent there in and you see it throughout all the other eight games this season but against the two top teams they can't do it they can't put it together and why that is I simply think it's the fact that they go into it thinking that this is like the Big Ten championship game, or this is the Super Bowl, and you know they, our season's on the line, and we've got to you know play up to the. And it's like, yes, you do, but you keep thinking about it so much. Like I guarantee you, up until kickoff, that's all they're thinking about is how big of a game this is, how good Michigan's been, how they're undefeated. Great, that's awesome. But you have to say to yourself. We're a damn good team, too. You have to believe that. And Penn State hasn't done that. James Franklin has not put them in the situation or or clearly builds them up enough. Because you know what? Early on in his coaching career at Penn State, when people were, you know, down on Franklin, the whole, uh, you know, motto was, well, he's a great motivator. He's a great motivator. You know, James is an awesome motivator to these kids and a really, you know, good coach in that sense because he's not a great X's and O's guys X's and O's guy he's really not and I mean you know I think he kind of knows where he stands with that and he was a great motivator I don't know why it is but he's he's slacking I don't know if it's the fact that he just can't connect with the players because I be, I've started to question if that's the case I mean, you know, uh, you know the Saquon Barkleys and you know, Trace McSorley, I mean, it, whatever Franklin said, that guy did. And he clearly connected with those guys and got them to play out of their minds. I mean, the example's right there with McSorley, a guy that was not a very talented quarterback, but became, you know, the winningest quarterback in Penn State's uh, history. And for my money, the best. And, you know, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I simply don't. I don't know if it's, uh, well, you know, we've we've got guys here for six years, if it's a transfer portal thing, but most of these kids aren't portal guys. You know, these are recruits. A lot of these guys are recruits. And they just cannot play up with the big boys, even though they're consistently a top 10 team when they face them, I'm so tired of it. And it sucks because 
going into that game, I know I came on here and I gave the key reasons to the win, but you know that's just because I'm on here and I have a podcast. My opinion, I mean, going into that game, I was I was not at all pumped up. And even Ohio State, I wasn't like, oh man, you know, it's you know we got to get them. You know, it's like, I mean, I'm I, I hope they win, but I'm not expecting anything. I really hope we can finally slay the dragon, but I'm not expecting them to because I used to do that. Now I've just gotten so numb to the fact that we can't hang with them. It sucks. It sucks. I I mean I'm not saying and I don't I don't subscribe to the crowd that's saying can him because I think you know he is able to get talented players. He's able to get uh high recruited players and you know they always seem to have a solid back and you know some solid um quarterbacks that they bring in but when it comes to having uh when it comes to the actual game and a game day coach and the decision making is terrible it's terrible um and you know it was clear that at some point uh, something was going to happen and um and this was you know coming out just this morning Mike Yurcich fired and in my opinion, I have no problem with it. Um, I mean, I think that Penn State's offense has gone nowhere with him. I think Jahan Dotson's tweet may have been a mini shot at Yersich because he said, is this how bad we looked? Because this is hurting my eyes. Yeah, it's bad. But you know what's even crazier? The fact that Penn State has now gone through four offensive coordinators, because Kirk Kyroka, they moved on from him after that one lonely season, and then he's bounced around. And then you've got, you know, and I'm not exactly uh, praying for him to come back at all, and I think he got an opportunity elsewhere, which is part of the reason why he didn't come back, was Ricky Ronnie. And then obviously Joe Moorhead. But from a recruiting standpoint, what does this do now with Yersich um, being fired? Does this mean that kids are going to start leaving? I hope to God Drew Aller. I mean, I think that kid's talented. I really do. And I think this may have been also an issue with him. This may have been an issue with the receivers where it was like, we're just not, he's just not cutting it. I mean, I think Aller has shown flashes at times, but a lot of the plays and a lot of what they're trying to do out there, I mean, it's it's pathetic. Play calling is awful. And then with these two running backs, I mean, you've got two studs back there. And it doesn't look like they it's um it's working at all right now. Well, I shouldn't say it's not working. It doesn't look like they're being used to their potential. I really need to see something change, um, you know, next season. I need to see something. I really do. And I'm not, and you don't get this many cracks at it. You don't. Because this is back to back years where they've had solid seasons and nothing to show for. So this sucks. And this really sucks. And you just got to hope they can get the 10 wins and. You know, you can put yourself in position for a solid New Year's Six Bowl game. But um, 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again to the 610 podcast. The stinks having to come on here and talk about a Penn State loss to Michigan again with no Jim Harbaugh. But I'm so I'm so disgusted by all of it. It's not even funny. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Next Penn State podcast should be out uh, this upcoming week as they look to get back in the win column against Rutgers. Talk to you next time. Wake me up. Wake me up inside.